We've never had a real life diva. Don't give up. Warning. Sis, who does he think he is? I have some dirt. Will you confirm or deny? Maybe you should rephrase the Warning. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, let, let's focus. From reality TV to real life, it's all just so dramatic with Megan Pacetto. <laughs> Real ass bitch, keep a fuck. What you say? Real ass bitch, don't run. Real ass bitch, the days what it is. This some five star day. She a big gold freak, it's a must that I hit. It's a hot girl summer, so you know she got a lit. No, she got a lit. Hot girl summer, so you know she got a lit. No, she got a lit. Hot girl summer, so you know she got a lit. Hey guys, I'm Megan Pistetto. Welcome to another episode of So Dramatic. Welcome to part two of my summer series chat with Bachelor icon Megan Marks. I had such an overwhelming response and positive response to part one of our chat. I was bombarded with messages saying how interesting it was. It was such an eye-opening conversation. So thank you for sending those in. And as Megan said in the interview, she actually hasn't done a lot of interviews or media in her time. So I think people were, you know, really keen to hear what she had to say. And I mean, it's also why I've been begging her, literally begging her for years to talk to me. Not to mention that I think she is one of the most interesting characters that we have seen in the franchise, possibly ever. Like her backstory is just so fascinating. The stuff about the cult like blows my mind. The same sex relationship with Tiffany and there's honestly just so much. So I hope you enjoyed the insight into Megan's interesting life. I know I did. Please go back and listen to that episode, part one first. It's titled Summer Series, Megan Marks. Go back and listen to that before listening to part two today. Anyway, I do hope that it was worth the wait for you guys. I have been teasing the episode for quite a while now. And as mentioned last week, I did record this interview in person in Byron Bay. Now, when we recorded this, Megan was newly single after splitting from her boyfriend, Jake Ellis, fellow Bachelor star. Now, I do have an update for you guys um, because obviously there's been quite a bit of time in between recording and putting this out to the public. So exciting news. Megan has confirmed to me that she's no longer single and she has a new boyfriend. His name is Keith Newbird and she says that they are very happy together. They've posted a few loved up snaps on Instagram so I'll share those on my Instagram as well in case you missed it. Check it out. They look very happy together. We love to see it. Now I couldn't help myself. (laughs) Confession. I did a little bit of a stalk on Keith just to find out who the hell he is and basically to determine whether he's good enough for our Megan. When I was doing my stalking, I actually discovered that he is a former US Bachelorette star. Yes, he's an American Batchy star, but a lot of people might not know that because he actually starred on the show like 15 years ago, which is crazy. So such a plot twist. They randomly met on Tinder though in Queensland and just so happened to match. And then they found out that they were both former Bachelor stars. So, so crazy. Like the universe works in such mysterious ways such a plot twist so yeah that's a little interesting fact um yeah i guess incest in the reality world really does run deep even if you're not planning it guys before we get into today's episode just some super quick housekeeping as usual grab a bucket grab a mop if you could please take a second to leave a quick rating and a review 
please do it now. It'll only take a second and it helps the show so much. Like honestly, subscribe if you haven't already and make sure you're following me on Instagram at so dramatic podcast underscore for daily gossip updates and at Megan Pistetto for the occasional thirst trap. And don't forget to join my cult, aka the Facebook community. That's So Dramatic Podcast when you search in groups. What else? What else? Oh, guys, don't forget the So Dramatic merch is available at sodramaticmedia.com. Coming up today, Megan spills the tea on her shock falling out with former best friend, Alora. She also explains what really went down with her best friend, Nicole Woods, baby daddy drama. We're all following that. So she's going to clear up everything that happened with that. And Megan also opens up about what it was like coming out. Plus, she answers the question on everyone's lips. Why did her and on again, off again... (laughs) On again, off again, boyfriend and fellow Bachelor alumni, Jake Ellis, break up yet again. And last but not least, Megan answers all of your burning questions. Plus, lots more. So much drama, so little time. Let's get into the show. Do not fight amongst yourselves. Please come to me. So we confirm or deny. At least you're honest with me. So exclusive. I heard a rumor like a few years ago that you were actually approached to be the bachelorette. Is that true? Mm, yeah. This was a long time ago, but yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. Why didn't you do it? I think Sophie Monk called up. Really? Know, she called up and she's like, hey guys. And obviously <gasps> she was the best bachelorette ever. So I totally get my their decision to go with her. Damn. So you were kind of being considered at the same season for Sophie Monk. Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. Would you still do it if they asked you again? Probably not, actually. Probably, well, like, the way that casting, like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Prob- I don't know if it would work, the whole bisexual thing. Um, do you know would, what I mean? Would you ask to have mainly guys or mainly girls or, like, an equal split? How would um, it work? I don't think an equal split would work because it would just be an <laughs> paradise. That all just hook up. I'd be like, be left you're meant no to one. be mine. <laughs> You'd be left with Pay no me one. attention. <laughs> um, no. Well, you think about it in general life. Like I would say for every 20 guys that are – for every 20 guys, there would be one chick that might be interested in you. Do you know what I mean? Like there's not – girl. people are mainly straight. Like we're the minority. Us queer folk, <laughs> we are the minority. Um, so I think it would have to reflect that really, if that makes sense. So a few girls thrown in. A few chicks thrown in. Good measure. Who will probably hook up with the guys. Be so be good. such a good season. I don't know why they wouldn't do it. Yeah. Channel 10, if you're listening, we've given you a few <laughs> ideas here. So let's chat about the question on everyone's lips. Ooh. What? <laughs> Pause for dramatic effect. What happened with Jake? Oh, which time? <laughs> all, the t- all the time. All the time. We need to tell you. You know what? With Jake, like, we obviously, you know, got together on Paradise. And if you remember the ending of that, we kind of ended things. But, and as, you know, I'm sure Jake wouldn't mind me saying this because he's talked about it before, but his mum passed away not long after we left Paradise. So, I remember he had to rush. The day we we left Paradise, he was pretty much rushing on the earliest flight out to be there with her. So, you know, like I wanted to be there for him and I flew over and met his mum and then she passed away not long after that. So I think from the beginning there was a lot there was a lot of stress and grief and 
there was a lot a lot going on, you know. So starting a relationship by planning a funeral kind of thing is like not the best circumstances no, to start no. something off. And it was, gosh, it was similar this time, you know, like Jake, he's really, he's been through the ringer, you know, we get back together and then he's same thing with his dad. His dad was really sick and passed as well. Crazy. So I feel like we've had, you know, when there's, instead of being able to sort of work on your relationship, you're sort of dealing with grief and change and lots of things. So I think that would like there's not nothing really juicy with Jake and I like there was no infidelity no one hurt each other we always treated each other with respect I would say it was just I mean gosh it's that boring thing where couples talk about communication we were just not good at it we were just not good at good at it like it we just fought a lot I guess which is a lot of people and that's basically the reason that it things ended it was just we loved each other and cared about each other. I still do care about him, but it's just, to me, it just wasn't the relationship that I was looking for. Like couldn't make it work in the day-to-day, couldn't communicate how you felt day-to-day. Yeah, and yeah. Get that like symbiosis. Yeah, just, I don't know. Just, I feel like we really, tr- we tried so hard, you know, and we've both been there for each other. Like Jay's the kind of person that would do anything for you, you know. He chooses you, like you are his world. Like he's a great He's a great guy, but at the same time, we both made again not infidel, like nothing crazy, but we both made mistakes that hurt each other, you know, in different ways. And it was just hard to sort of move past those things, I think. And so you guys decided to split. Yeah, was it mutual? <laughs> Probably not really. <laughs> nah, not mutual at all. Like, yeah, I left. You left him. Yeah. But, like, we still, gosh, we still see each other a lot. And I'm still, you know, I'm still very much there for him and him for me, you know. You don't just want to cut those, you know, those friendships, those relationships off completely. Especially when you've gone through so much together. Oh, we've been through so much together. You And you've been, like, his rock through two, like, major life events. Yeah. Like, I can't even imagine losing one parent, let alone two, in such a short amount of time. Yeah. And- yeah, like you said, that's just crazy that both times you were together yeah, was during that intense period yeah. of grief. Yeah. It's kind of even hard to imagine. Yeah, it's hard to wrap your head around really. Such a blur. Like it's such a, yeah. And that's a time of the relationship when you should be having the most fun. It should be the most exciting. For sure. You want the guy waiting on you, but you kind of would have had to be there for him more and putting yeah. your life on hold. I think, I mean, probably a lot of listeners know what it's like to um, – be like a support person. Like even when I was married, I think I was 16, 17 when Chris's sister died of cancer. Oh God. So I was like right from the beginning of our relationship, it was being the support person for someone. And so you've always been always, that person. And also like, you know, you have your own needs as well. Like, of course you do in any relationship, but not feeling like you can speak up and when they're going through that and like, and the other thing is wounds like that don't, they don't heal quickly. It's not like, you know, a couple of months later, oh, awesome. Like, it takes time and, gosh, really, wounds like that don't heal. So it's hard to sort of get what you need from a relationship and but and also just you just want that person to be okay and you want to be there for them. And, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a hard thing to explain really. It's a fine line and it's also like I feel like if you'd been together for a number of years and that happened, you've got yeah. the foundations yeah. of but the relationship. A month, but you're building the foundations yeah. during like a period of chaos. Ra- chaos. Yeah. yeah. And also with the obviously the media stuff as well didn't didn't help. 
Mm. So people are speculating, are they together? Are they not together? Like, does that affect your relationship day to day? For me, it did. Like, I did not want, like, people probably noticed there was nothing on social media. And was that on purpose? Yeah, I had, I said, like, we've, we're dealing with a lot right now. Like, fuck off, we don't need you. Your stupid articles. Yeah, no social media. Like, that was basically it. No social media. Like, I don't want, if we're going to try and make this work, we, we need to focus on us. And you're, you know, the stuff he was going through and I was going through some things as well. Like we need to focus on that, not letting all other people's opinions and bullshit in. Um, Yeah, but like I don't really – I feel like on social media I don't really talk much about – like I talk about my ideas and opinions and things, but I don't really talk about my lot, you know, the personal things. Day-to-day. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the same. I find it hard to be really like vulnerable and like open on social media because I'm like, yeah. I just put on like a happy front of like, yay, like that's doing what this you want stupid to do. thing, I'm going out. Yeah. And everyone's like, you're always out. And I'm like, to be honest, I'm never out. I'm never I'm out. Only, you this only is, think I am because that's all I post. Yeah. I'm not going to post myself at home being sad or just doing day-to-day things. I feel like, like that's, that's it though. Like when I post my all my stories, it's just me and my stuff. dog just like reading. <laughs> like boring. <laughs> but, you know, if you're having a bad day, you don't, well, some people do, but I would never go on social media. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I'm just private. I would never go on social media and be like, I'm, I'm so same. sad. I just yeah. feel like it's not. I think, yeah, it depends in what context. Like, I think it's good to let people know that they're kind of not alone and that we all feel that way sometimes. But in terms, for me, it's like I will talk about those kind of things, but not why. <laughs> like, mm. what has happened because you don't want people, mainly because of the media stuff, you don't. And, like, gosh, it's been years. It's not like I'm, you know, Fresh that I get written show, about yeah. yeah, or anything. But it's there's always, you know, and it's like even with my family, with the religious stuff, you you know, that probably affected them a bit, you know, my parents who brought me up in that environment and all that stuff really that private. gets reported. Yeah. Um, the media articles and the things that are said aren't just about, you they're about other people too they I think it's very people. selfish yeah. to not think that's the case especially when you're in a relationship like you need to be really careful if you've if you're in the public eye at all to be careful about what you share and say yeah then it's a fine balance of like you don't want to be misleading of you know putting just only the good stuff on and then not putting yeah. the bad stuff and then not being up like yeah transparent with people so it's hard but then it's also your life and it's your life it's your page you you choose what you want to put out there or not based on the whatever you feel are the consequences of that and how much you can give to your following i guess yeah i know with you and jake like i even feel bad now thinking back when i was like hope you guys are like stay together we're all rooting for you and now i feel bad like putting that even that's like there's a lot of pressure a lot of pressure because i didn't think about I just had so many after the show, just DM after DM after DM of people being like, you have to be with, like, it was, yeah, it was a lot of pressure. I just feel like you guys are the ultimate batchy couple. Everyone loves both of you individually. Mm. And then when you got together, it yeah. was just like, oh my God, amazing, two of yeah. our favorites. And it was, you're such an iconic couple and just, you know, so good together. And so I think when you got back together and there was whispers of that you'd rekindled all yeah. when Jake on Paradise, People were just so happy for you and I think they were yeah. all just really hoping this was, is the fairy tale. It that was we- all said with the best intentions. Like people yeah. – and it was not. I mean, it wasn't trolling, was it? It was like, It's oh, all positive. Like, yeah, all yay, positive. we're so happy you're back together. But I never yeah. thought about the type of pressure that put yeah. on you guys because we obviously don't see what's going on behind the but scenes. That's, what, that's also what happens when you go on reality TV and you talk about people. You know, that's exactly what happened. You, you go on reality TV that people are going to talk about you. And so I think that's – that's the other thing. Like I see all these um, 
people coming off reality TV and they're so annoyed that they're getting talked <laughs> about. And it's like, well, why? It's like, don't what go on the show. Don't go on the show. Like, you're going to be talked about. All you can control is what you say and do and who you talk to. Like, I know this is the first thing I've done in a really, like, I, like I say no to everything. To everything. Thanks. Um, well, I said no to you for a few years. <laughs> you did. Um, yeah. So, and that, but that's comes down. That's what it comes down to. It's your decision, what you choose to say or not say. And then I guess, yeah, the more you say, the more media is going to go after you and yes. tear you apart. Not tear you apart, but dissect everything that you do and say. So I guess yeah. you've got an you've got a decision whether you want to stay in the public eye that's or it. not. Yeah. Do you feel that that's it for you and Jake now, like after all the attempts to make it work or is there still hope for us, (laughs) for you you guys? (laughs) I don't know. Like I'm I'm honestly at the point in my life where I don't think that I'll ever meet the right person. I I seem to be a lot happier when I'm single and like at the moment I'm not even dating. Like I'm nothing. So like for me, I that's just the way I feel about the whole you can recognize that that you feel that you're better because a lot of girls are like I need someone and they nah. can't be independent. I'm your I would love well. I would love eventually for there to be someone in my life, but I I don't know if I'm too picky or I just like I don't even know how to like not that I'm interested in that right now, but I don't even I feel like when I was younger, I just used to meet people all the time and just fall in love so easily and things are different now. You probably know what you want because you've had so many relationships Maybe. that you know which yeah. parts of each one that you want and yeah. it's probably getting harder to find I someone. Know, harder. Like, but also being older because I you know, I don't want to date someone younger than the, me. Or just for the sake of it or, as well. Yeah, or just for the sake of like I don't need attention. Like, I know that's been frustrating for people in relationships. Like, if I'm sick, I'm like, leave me alone. Like, stop bringing me things and being nice. Like, I hate it. Um, Yeah, I'm quite happy in my own company and I've got some great friends. I've got great family. Like, I'm doing well with what I've chosen to do for work. Like, things are good and it's, yeah, I just don't. I don't know. You don't, you don't have a gap that you're trying to fill, like a void that you're I trying don't. to fill with someone. I, don't, I got, bet I want to have kids fulfilled. one day though. And I'm like, I've sort of thought about the whole, maybe in a couple of years <laughs> or oh, get a sperm donor in a couple of years or something. I, like, I don't know. I I feel like the whole relationship stuff or ki- like everything, it's just kind of white noise for me at the moment. Like I'm unsure what I'm sort of doing there. It, it'll happen when it's meant to happen. If it's meant to happen, it will happen. And if not, then I'm, I don't, like, that's why I hate when when I say that feel like I get a lot of oh like oh that's so but to me it's not sad it's just it'd be sad for me to be with someone and it not feel quite right well, and be trying to make it work with somebody and be so exhausted because it's not right for each other I, like I yeah and I feel like a lot of people have the you know the life plan of like married at this age with yeah. someone like that we have a family and when someone doesn't follow that people that are get doing confused. that are like oh. Yeah. So sad for you. And it's like, well, I'm choosing yeah, this. Like, that's right. I don't want I mean, and I've, I've been married before. I know what it feels like to be so in love with someone that you can't imagine them not being part of your life. And so it's kind of waiting for that to happen again or not saying that, like, I don't want to discount any of the relationships I've had with Jake. It's just, it's, yeah, it's hard to explain. Like you don't want to go into another relationship just for the sake of it. You want to make sure that it's right. I want to be like crazy, mad, passionately in love, you know, like I, yeah. And when I think when you're, when there's a lot of chaos and when you're, there's a lot of arguments, 
that like I can't feel any of that sort of passion. It's yeah, kind it of takes mu- away from it. Yeah, it's all muted. Um, and I do understand that that's life. Like there's stresses in life, but you need to have built up enough resilience in your relationship to be able to deal with those stresses mm. on a personal level, but also together. Mm. So you and Jake are still on good terms, which is nice. Yeah, for sure. It's a very mature thing to do. Yeah. And it's nice. I want him to be so happy, like lots of happy and lots of love. And like, I really mean that. Yeah. You mean it in terms of like, if he started dating someone, you'd be okay with it? Yes. That's so nice. So mature. (laughs) So he'll hate me for saying that. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Yeah. Yeah. I just want him to be happy and. I don't think I don't. Do, I think he thinks I make him happy, but I I don't think that I I don't think that I do make you know like mm, maybe relationships like, are yeah. complicated. Maybe you just need some like time apart to do your own thing. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me yeah, still yeah, me and he's still holding on. To no, hope. but like for you because he has been through those two big things and he's had you there. Maybe he does need to just be on his own. And I think so. He's like grown a lot in the last few years. Like I think about when we first met, you know, he was like Jake the snake. <laughs> so funny. Um, but he's like, you know, he's like a real man now. He's grown um, up. He's grown up a lot. Yeah. What did you think about him and Bip where he basically confessed his love for you? We, do, do you, do you, like you found out about it obviously Oh yeah, before. I found out about it. How yeah, was that sure. watching and finding out about it and then watching it? Was it nice? Like oh. a nice feeling that he did that? Oh, look, like obviously – it's of co- like, yeah, of course it is. It feels good to have, like, it would felt amazing. Um, yeah. Mm. Don't know how else to put it. Like, of course it was beautiful. Also came with a lot of pressure. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Yeah. Like food. Um, but yeah, it was nice. Enough grilling about Jay. <laughs> Some listener questions. So okay. I've been asked, you used to be super close with Alora. Mm. Are you guys still close? No, we're not. What happened? Um, look, I think some friendships are only for a season and ours was like that. We, you know, we had a lot of love for each other and I guess we disagreed on a few things and we just felt it was best to just go separate ways, I guess. But, you know, I wish her all the best and I'm sure she feels the same way. But I think it's okay to move on from friendships like you do with relationships. Mm. Mm. Especially if it's not working out or it's not If it's not bringing you, you. If it's, yeah. If it's not, if it's, if it's, how can I put this? If the friendship is causing you more stress than, than fun and love and enjoyment, I think it's okay to go, okay, it's time to move on. Or it becomes... A thing. Yeah. Is there any chance of like becoming friends again or it's just in the past now? I just think it's in the past. I've got, you know, I've got great friends in my life, you know, and I, yeah. (laughs) Moving on. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, someone else before we move on actually said, were you and Alora ever romantically linked? No. Just friends. Okay. Who were you referring to? This might be a follow on. I don't know. Mm. Who were you referring to when you posted about gaslighting on Instagram recently? Um, I think people were thinking that because of your falling out with Alora, that might have been who you were no, referring to. Look, it was f- referring to a couple of people, but I f- don't think I should say who. So I think calling someone a narcissist or a gaslighter is a pretty heavy thing. And some people have those qualities, but aren't actually full blown. So I think we've <laughs> such a huge response to those posts, by the way. It's like so many people have to deal with it, but I'm trying so to be more self-aware and make sure I'm in healthy friendships and relationships so there, those gaslighting posts. It's good to get it down on, like, written down to make sense for yourself and 
Yeah, but I don't think I should say who they were about. It's a bit of like journaling and like. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Okay. What is your favorite memory from Bachelor or Bachelor in Paradise? (laughs) Bachelor. I remember, you know, pre-Tiffany and I getting together, pre-Tiffany and I breaking up, we would just do weird things that all the girls were like, you guys are absolutely nuts. I remember it was so cold, but we wanted to jump in the pool. So, we made wetsuits out of uh, cling wrap. <laughs> what the hell? We, we must have been really bored in the house. Oh, my. And it was – we thought we, we could stop laughing. Around. It was so funny. We jumped <laughs> in the pool, but all the cling wrap just sort of floated away. And then the girls were like – that's not good for the environment kind of thing. And I'm like, oh. So, you wrapped your whole body up in cling wrap and then yep. jumped in the water. Yes. Oh, my God. That is so weird. How did you even think to do that? I know. Oh, Paradise. I remember we had a – we had like a – they didn't show this, but we did like a, like a bit of an Olympic Games kind of thing. And um, they were like – we had we did like the egg and spoon race and then ended up having like this big – you know, throwing eggs at each other and running around and, Ew. you know, it was just, you're like, you're like, you I would have not participated in that. Like, no thanks. I'm going to some big Oh, it was paradise Give me a margarita. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that too. You're kind of like, you know, smashing eggs, drinking uh, margaritas. It's like but schoolies. Paradise was fun. I bet everyone you've talked to, if you're like bachelor or paradise, everyone would be like paradise because paradise was just so much fun. It's like you get up, you. go stand, stand up paddle boarding, like have brekkie with everyone. We'd play football. Like, and you're getting yeah. paid. Yeah. And you're getting paid to be there. Cause it I know was- Abby said that she hated it and she said that it was like hard work. And I'm like, you're literally sitting around the pool. And she's like, we had, we had bad food. We had to eat potatoes every day. And what? I'm like, it sounds ideal. Oh, She's like, we had to I do hair potatoes. and makeup and stuff. And I'm like, she, oh, she said they had, had to burgers, do hair and makeup. had burgers and chips every day. And I'm like, it sounds like yeah, they did. I, want to I be had on. like five burgers a day. <laughs> Yum! Like it was and like ridiculous. Hair and makeup, but I didn't think you would have to do no, hair and makeup. Well, in we did. We only had to do it for the rose ceremonies. Otherwise, we'd have to do it ourselves. I was the first one ready out of all the guys and the girls every time because I just couldn't care <laughs> Naturally less. Beautiful? No, no, not like that. You'd get there because you would have. Like they would have one makeup artist, Helen, who is an absolute legend, by the way, and her assistant there to just check your makeup and hair. Touch up. So I would get there being like, you know, first up. <laughs> um, and they're just like, oh, Megan, <laughs> Megan, 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 this is terrible. <laughs> like, let, let us oh, no, fix you. You need a lot of work. Yeah. Because you don't wear a lot of makeup, do you? No. Nah. Most day, I like day to day, I don't wear makeup at all. I made an effort today and put on a tiny bit of makeup. <laughs> Looking good. <laughs> Love the Barely. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, so. But when you're on camera, you've got to have heavy makeup, even if you don't normally wear it because you'll just I feel like they out. let me not have too much makeup. Yeah, they weren't like day to day. I don't think many of us. Oh, then again, some girls would spend so long. Like, even in the bachelor house, it was ridiculous. Girls would get up at like 4 a.m. Oh to do their hair and makeup. I'm like, I, I'm choosing beauty sleep <laughs> over like makeup beauty kind of thing. I know that um, because you're in the house, you were in Bachelor with Kiki and Kira. I heard that in Paradise, they were the worst offenders when it came to hair and makeup. They would spend hours, like half a day, just getting ready for the rose ceremony. It's so boring. Actually, every day they'd they'd rock up to the pool in their heels and stuff, and the girls were like, "Get it." Some of the girls that didn't wear makeup were like, "What the hell?" They were taking so long to get ready. Yeah, I I just I just think uh, like for me like. Took me about three minutes to put on some makeup today. You can probably tell, um, but I just don't. I just priorities. Like I'd rather read a book. Than, Sleep. Um, yeah. 
I mean, I can't talk. I'd probably be on the cure and oh, <laughs> would you? There you go. doing my contouring. What do you think about the most recent seasons of The Bachelor? Mm. Like it has changed a lot since you were on there. Why have they? Yeah, I kind of wonder. It seems to be less interesting, don't you think? Less interesting characters May- or maybe. just less interesting well, things both. happening. Both. Like was, I feel like um, like my season was so explosive and so much happened and even and in naturally Paradise, like organically organically yeah and I don't know if that's just casting if they cast well like obviously I mean I would say what everyone else would say about Ellie and Becky like awesome chicks genuine cool you know they're pretty they but it just wasn't there for for the viewers you know probably not a lead role not yeah. lead role people yeah. But even like, like I said, like the last couple of seasons, if I think about, like, you know, once you've been part of Bachelor Group, you're like, who can I incest with? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, no, 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 no. Lots of no's. Yeah. That was my next question. Is there anyone you'd consider dating from Batchy Nation? No. No. Been there, done that. <laughs> yeah. Tried. Jake the Snake's enough. <laughs> who are you friends with from Bachelor franchise still? Um, Noni? Noni. Love Noni. Yep. Yep. I'm going to her 30th this weekend, actually. I was going to say same, but I'm going to the Sydney one. She's hey. being, oh, she's being a diva. Go. So she's got the Queensland and then, birthday and then the New South Wales one. Yeah. So she's got a Queensland friend. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I am here this weekend. I could have gone to both. Where yeah. is it? Byron? Uh, in Byron. Yeah. I can't, I can't even remember where, but you should ask her. I'm going to stay with my best friend in Marimbula. Marimbula. I don't know how to say it. I don't either. So I'm going there. So it's fine. But I'm like, I'll go to the Sydney one. Yeah. But yeah, love Noni. Yeah, she's a legend. Who else are you still close with? Obviously, Bill and I are in contact. Uh, Nicole. Oh, yeah. What a poor Nicole. I was speaking to her the other day. Uh, Yeah. So fucked up. Yeah, really fucked up. She's been through a lot. Have you spoke to her since that happened? Yes. Like a lot. How's she going? Well, she's like one of my, she's actually one of my best friends. Oh, really? So before, before she went on the show. Oh, you knew her before she went on? I helped her apply. Oh, wow. How did you know her? Um, I met her through like a friend, I guess. And we just like hit it off, just started doing shit together. And then. Because you were living on the Gold Coast and met yeah, her up there. Yeah. Okay. I didn't realize you'd been um, up there for that long. Well, I'd been back. So oh, I was, okay. I was on the Gold Coast like a couple of years ago. Right. And then so we were really good friends. Well, oh. have obviously stayed really good friends. And then, you know, it came Bachelor. I'm like, oh, come on, apply. Come on. I'll help you with your application. And how did you help her with the application? Uh, not like I said to her, don't say that you know me. <laughs> don't <laughs> I tell everyone, do not say that you know me. Yeah, don't. Like, Unfriend me on all yeah, social Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because they want people. They, they don't like, want people to be smart. Well, like I think it's also, but she was great TV. Like she, not smart. Like, I mean, smarts in terms know of media smarts. On. You don't want, oh, yeah. they don't want, they want but people I, that don't know anyone in the circle because they don't sure. want them to tell them, give them the heads up, the 411. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and they also don't want people knowing. Like, yes. but I keep secrets, Because right? no one can so keep a secret the whole time the that she was going well. on and everything that happened. But obviously I didn't say anything. But, yeah, so we've known each other for ages. Oh, and what advice did you give her before she went on? I did honestly, my advice was just be yourself. Like all they're going to do is edit you to be more yourself <laughs> than you are. You know, they'll bring out heightened version of yourself. Yeah, for sure. And they totally did that with her. And, you know, she didn't get what people would call the best edit, but we watched it together and we just laughed the whole way through because it was so great. I like, liked her on there. I thought she was awesome. I thought she got a good edit. It was a fun. It was, was fun. It was silly. It was confident. Like, I thought she was great and, yeah, it was good fun. And even the incidents that she had where she probably didn't like that as much, 
it's interesting. Like you don't want to just be no, you posting don't want to be. You don't like, get any airtime. And if if anyone gives someone advice going onto the show to like be careful about what you're saying and be, you're you know, just not going to get any airtime. Well, not even <laughs> just that, but you're just not going to have a full experience. You're not going to get to know the guy or the girl as well as you should and like just like be yourself like what's the worst that's what i think about even dating these days like in general be yourself if it if it doesn't work out then you've cut short the amount of time where you're pretending to be something you're not um and it's the same with going on this show there's no honestly just say what you think and be who you are that's it yolo yolo what do you got to lose Exactly. Yeah. So Paul Nicole with everything that happened last week with the boyfriend was pretty crazy. And she's posting on social media that he cheated on her and he's on drugs and she's literally about to give birth. What, any day now? Yeah, I know. Like I'm even like nervous being in Byron. I'm like. Oh, in case you miss it. Are you going to go to the birth? Not necessarily. But I'm like, I'm on, I'm on standby if you need me. Just be there for her. Um, That's nice. Yeah. But just be, you know, be there for after the the baby is born for sure. Yeah. It's nice. I love Nicole. It's been tough. Yeah, been really tough. Cookie. I can't even imagine going through that like without the baby and then with the baby oh, like I can't. She's traumatic. So strong, so resilient. Like I just yeah, I just would have been out of that situation so much earlier than mm. she has. So <sighs> she tried. Yeah. Um what plastic surgery procedures have you had done? I feel like you've done a lot of articles and stories and stuff on so this, haven't many. you? It's yeah. kind of all out there. Yeah. Um, there was one that said you'd spent $47,000 on- <laughs> Not true. Not true? No. How much do you think you've spent? Because what have you had done? Nothing. <laughs> no, you've had your nose job. I've had a nose and job and a boob job. Oh, you had a boob job as well. Yeah. So, no, the, I don't know where $47,000 came from. <laughs> I wish. God. And yeah, like I've, I've had, you know, I get Botox and fillers. So, I feel is like that, most people do. Is that considered plastic surgery? I never know. No, it's cosmetic. not surgery. Cosmetic. It's cosmetic, but cosmetic. it's not surgery. Yeah. Um, so, plastic surgery, you've just had the two. Yeah. 47. That's a lot of, that's like a That's a weird, plastic. yeah, I'm like, I would, ne- <laughs> like, like I would never spend $47,000 on like a nose job. Like, I'm sorry, I just would not. But that's a whole <laughs> I'd body. rather go to the Maldives and waste it on cocaine. Like, <laughs> <Not> really. <laughs> Kidding. They mustn't know how much, because sur- like surgery is expensive, but it's not 47. I know. Like 47,000, that's like, like crazy Catwoman like level. I'm, I've had like, <laughs> like Kim five nose Butler. jobs. And, yeah. And like, no, I've never had liposuction or any other weird. <laughs> Things done. I've had a nose job and a boob job. Booze job. <laughs> oh, Osha has said that there is significant support for cast members after the show. Do you believe that's true? I think there is. The support is there if you need it, if you want it. Did you ever have to use it? Uh, I didn't. I actually felt like they were contacting me too much. I'm like, I don't want to talk about I'm my fine. feelings. <laughs> yeah. So they do kind of ha- check in with you and make sure yeah. that you're okay and. I think so. You've got the opportunity to say if you need yeah. it or not. Okay. But you do know what? Like, I think personally, I think people, <laughs> some people need to take a little bit of personal responsibility for themselves. <laughs> like, if you need help, yes, go ask for it. It's like people just, same with the whole drinking thing. You know how they talk about alcohol on set? Well, as my experience was that they, you know, you only are allowed to have so many drinks per hour and I've everything. Heard such conflicting like, things about but it. But even, even if it was an open bar, <laughs> Completely, which is not. Why are people blaming 
production for their own alcohol intake. Like, how old are you? You're not 15 and not meant to be drinking. Like, you've been doing this for years. Like, I mean, for me, it was only a few years, you know, and I managed to handle it. Why are you 30 years old and you need someone to be marking off every drink that you have? Like, I'm sorry, don't, don't, like, why is it such a big thing that people talk about? Oh, you know, they fill you. No one's pouring alcohol down your throat. Like it might be topping you up, but you don't have to drink it. No, I know. Like have some self-control, man. <laughs> I'd be one of those people that would just go in there and get blind though. So I would be like, please stop me. But they probably wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, if you if you want to get drunk and be a crazy girl on TV, as if the producers are going to stop you. Yeah, probably. Oh, this is a nice question. Do you have a coming out story? Do we talk? Oh, well... It was actually really hard <laughs> for me, but it's not like there was a story. I didn't feel like I should have to sit my family down and tell them. My mum always knew. Or oh, she, really? Or she feels like she always knew kind of thing, not that I told her. My biological dad cut me off. I haven't spoken to him since. Um, so you'd rekindled with him and then he cut you off after yeah. Yeah. finding out. Mm-hmm. So wait, wait, what age did you come out? Like 27-ish. Before Batchy? Yeah, around, around okay. that time. Yeah. So just before kind of thing. And then he cut you off yep. and you'd only been in contact for a few years. Yeah. Still not, still no contact to this day. No, he had his wife call me and say he never wants to talk to me again. And he was ashamed of me, which was like probably the biggest thing in my life. I like, I still struggle with that. And it was that I was selfish. I was selfish. And yeah, um, that was really hard, especially because my adoptive dad, he, I never said anything to him because he's religious and I was, like I kind of didn't want to hurt his feelings, but I remember one day he sat me down and he was like, you know, you can bring Tiffany over for lunches Aww. and dinners and stuff if you want. Like I love you. And even though I knew he didn't necessarily agree with the lifestyle, he just wanted me to know that it was, you know what I mean? Like he didn't agree Whereas with it, but he wanted you to be happy and he yeah, wanted to accept you. Exactly. And then there's this, my biological dad, who's just like not even religious, just emba- really embarrassed of me. That's awful. Um so I guess if there was any kind of story around it, that would be sort of mainly it, I guess. And you've mm. gone on Batchy. Mm. Yeah. Did a lot that year. Like no. just bef- no, well in those three years. Yeah. yeah. What a crazy, like crazy time. Crazy time. Mm. You just, yeah. One listener said, Would you ever do OnlyFans? Are you on OnlyFans? I would never do Onlyfans. <laughs> God, that do you really, want me to? The church really would disown you. They would I be would really turning in their graves. I would never do it. Okay, one last question, a nice question to finish off. Someone wrote, you seem to be stepping away from fame and vanity life and you're just being down to earth. That's what's so next for you? Oh, what's next? Yes, that's definitely been the case. I've said <laughs> thank no. Thank you for noticing. That. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, that's absolutely true. I have stepped away a lot, I think. I don't know what's next for me. <sighs> Life is an adventure. I'm just keeping on, keeping on. It's not like I can travel or do much at the moment. So I don't know what what is what's the plan oh, for anyone. I feel like I've been in like a transitional part of my life for like four years, like and I haven't sort of reached where I'm going, kind of thing. What since Batchy? Probably yeah. Like things I haven't really been settled for all that time. Like even now, I still feel like I'm not completely settled, and so I'm just trying to do things, filling the time and working and. So who knows what will happen? So no big plans. I think you should write your next book since everyone's asking yeah. for it. Well, it's nearly finished. Oh, you've, you've almost finished it. Yeah. Okay. Mm. And so it's again, it's on reality TV 
kind yeah. of part it's like two. a bit of a sequel yeah oh my god amazing well i'm gonna have to catch up on book one yes so i can read book when two you, when you ever have time <laughs> you are so busy i know <laughs> so busy everyone's like have you watched this show have you read this book and i'm like i haven't read a book in freaking years <laughs> i haven't watched another show oh. the only shows i watch are the ones i need to report on oh yeah I yeah just physically course. when i'm not like when the shows aren't on i'm like thank god i don't have Gosh, to it's wednesday and there's no bachelor on tonight <sighs> i'm a free woman my first oh, wednesday my off oh my god my first wednesday <laughs> off in Four oh my months. gosh, but did anyone even watch it? Me. That's the lone, oh, the lone had soldier. To. Yeah. That's exciting. My first week off from Bachi. Yeah. Congratulations. You, thank you. <laughs> I don't seem any less stressed. <gasps> yeah. Um, did you watch it? I watched bits of it. I it's probably the first season since I was on that I haven't mm. watched the whole thing. Um I just yeah, very it was very inspired. Yeah, very underwhelming. Mm. It was Kind of like they just put like a camera in someone's house and you're just watching them do shit. And they cut it down so to five weeks and there was two girls. So you only saw, you already I saw less, like, but yeah. then you saw half of what you would usually see with the connections with people because they had yeah. two lots to show. It's just, just They used to have such cool backstories. Like <laughs> they did it on mine. They had like Noni was like the bacon girl, <laughs> bacon. you know, with her bacon roses. And I was like this free diving kind of, <laughs> you know, skateboarding chick and- they had Janie, who was like the Cinderella, like super weird. Characterization. Yeah. It was like they really could pigeonhole people properly and and be like, this is who you're going to be for the season. <laughs> and But it was fun. Stay like, lame. Fun. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know what sort of happens where that sort of you know what I capsized. Think, you or- know what I think it is? I was saying to this to someone the other day, there's how many shows per year? So there's Bachelor, Bachelorette, there's Maths, there's Love Island, there's all the – every there's – probably 10 other shows. Yeah. They need to cast people for all of those shows. They've been doing this for how many years now? 10 yeah. years. They must be running out of people. No, because people – this is – Like, Australia doesn't have that big of a population. Yeah, but, like, you think of the amount of people that, like, were in relationships and they come out of relationships and I feel like it's not all, it's not all the same people applying for the show. Like, most of the time it's their first time applying for anything. Like, when I did it, I was, like, the first one in my whole town to ever <laughs> apply for something like that. Like, it was – a huge deal. But you know what I mean? Like, so each year there's like 100 or 200 new people across all the shows. Yeah. That's a lot of people. That is a lot. Each of year right. to be yeah. turning. We're all going to end up on reality That's TV. That's what I mean. Eventually it's going to be like, who They'll hasn't be been on reality TV? On. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. crazy. So I feel like they're r- really running out of good yeah. talent or like interesting people because, or the interesting Maybe people are like. Right. No, surely not. Don't want to go on it because they've seen. Yeah. So seen they're the stuck with. Wreck. Mm. kind of <laughs> that's the thing that's the thing like you know i've got a couple of friends they're like oh it would be pretty cool being the bachelorette but why would you want to with sorry but the like the casting mm. like a few years yeah, ago the guys that you i get. remember a few years ago like coming off the show and being like wow i like like five goes <laughs> guys from this show like give me give me can't choose and now it's like yeah slim now pickings. it's just like oh yeah i agree someone asked me the other day who i would choose from the recency i'm like I can't think of anyone from any season. Like, yeah, I don't know. That sounds mean. <laughs> but it's different when you meet people in real life. There's a different vibe. Like there's certain, like, for example, Jake. Like I remember watching his season of The Bachelor and being like, Meh. <laughs> no, thank you. And then you meet in real life and things are different. So. It was weird when you got together because you wouldn't have been the, the types of people that you initially would have no, matched with. Jake is like the opposite of what I would usually go for. Yeah, I would like never complete have opposite. pictured. But then when you were together, it just worked. Yeah. So. 
It's weird. It's weird. Mm. Well, good luck with your new ventures. Thank good you. luck with the book. Thanks for having me. Thank you for finally coming on the show. I think I've been begging you now for like, well, not to come on the show, just <laughs> to do other shit. <laughs> to do other stuff for how many years now? <laughs> how many years since you're on Bachelor? Probably like, oh, I just do it. I'll just do the interview to shut this bitch yeah. up. <laughs> so she gets off my case. Enough. Enough. <laughs> now you're free. <laughs> I'm free. Oh, that feels good. <laughs> <laughs> free from me. Well, yeah, thank you for coming on and opening up and spilling the tea and. Yeah, I feel like it's answered a lot of questions that people had because my inbox is constantly full of people asking about you. And I did a poll in the group asking who they wanted me to speak to and you're up the top. Really? Yeah. Oh, thanks, You're up the top with like the only other people up there were like bachelors and bachelorettes. So Yeah, interesting. Fan favorite. Thanks. (laughs) I feel so wanted. You are. You are. If you're in the Facebook group, you would see that, yeah, everyone's a big fan of you. So I'm sure they'll thank be you, very Megan. excited to From listen to this. From one Megan to another. Thank Megan you. Megan 2.0. Yeah. Megan squared. Exactly. All right. Well, I'm going to drive home. <laughs> Maybe Megan drive down to Byron, wait for yeah. an hour and a half for filming. Yeah. Yes. Stuffed you around. Sorry. Mm, Deeper antics fine. over here. Tech. Do not understand. A few tech technology. issues. Yeah. A few meltdowns behind the scenes before we started, but we got here. <laughs> we got here in the end. We made it. That's all the tea I've got for you guys today. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, and review. Five stars only, of course. And please keep sharing So Dramatic around more than reality stars share themselves around the reality TV world. Please post a screenshot wherever you're listening to the episode on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, OnlyFans, etc., etc. You will be doing God's work. Thank you for listening to another episode of So Dramatic. See you on Tuesday. Ciao for now. Kind regards. Oh my God. Oh my God. So Dramatic with Megan Pacetto.